Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan, and in this week's episode, we're going to talk about international business. Now, I firmly believe that the difference between a good and a great business is whether it's international or not. One of the most significant advantages of international trade is market diversification. Focusing only on the domestic market may expose you to increased risk from downturns in the economy. International business also increases competition in domestic markets and introduces new opportunities to foreign markets. Global competition encourages companies to become more innovative and efficient in their use of resources. For consumers, international business introduces them a greater variety of products and services. There are many opportunities when it comes to international business, including new revenue potential, the ability to help more people, greater access to talent, learning a new culture, exposing the business to foreign investment opportunities and improving your company's reputation. Internationalisation of your business can make it more complicated. You've got to understand different currencies, different legal jurisdictions, accountancy and finance practices in different parts of the world. As you go international with a group of different offices or sites, your communication overhead increases and it becomes more complicated because you've got time zone constraints to deal with and differences in cultures. On the positive side, if you're a tech business today, you're encouraged to go global from the start. Although you're acting locally, you're thinking globally. You can also take advantage of the fact that certain countries in the world are expensive to live in and you can sell at high prices and other areas within the world. You can reduce your cost of labour whilst keeping your technical skills and quality checks in place, therefore creating more profits and growing at a faster rate. Politically, more and more countries are inward looking these days with the rise of Donald Trump and the issues surrounding Brexit, but I firmly believe that companies and people that have international outlooks that respect other cultures and collaborate can beat the competition and win the end game. By going international, automatically your business is becoming more inclusive and diverse in its nature, and that can help with your competitive advantage, having different points of view and different perspectives. I think a business should go international when it can afford to do so. You shouldn't go too soon. You've got to conquer your local market, either on a regional or national basis. And then when you've got the cash reserves to do so, you should explore further afield. The least risky way to go international is through value added resellers and partners. But if you do set up shop in a different country, then the leadership that you hire and select is absolutely crucial. Get this wrong and your business will falter. When you're establishing a presence overseas and you're looking for your future leader, you've got two options. You can transfer someone from HQ, from the home country, or you can go through a recruitment and selection process. It's really important that the person that you hire lives the company values, otherwise it will not work. By ensuring that your leaders have shared values at the top and the chemistry is there, you can maintain your culture within your business across international borders. International business is not for the faint-hearted. You've got to commit to travelling to the international offices probably once a quarter and you've got to be prepared to lose your entire investment in going international. 
My own personal objective was to follow the American dream. I wanted to conquer America because I knew if I did, the revenues and rewards and upside would be massive. We did do it, but it took two times of asking and we made lots of mistakes along the way. I would say the most important thing is to do your market research, try and sell abroad without going abroad. But once you've found product market fit and you've got some traction and penetration, then hire the right leader to lead the organisation moving forward. It sounds like common sense, but it's really important that you have professional service advice when you're setting up abroad, including the right accountants and lawyers to guide you along your way. If you don't do this, you may fall foul of all sorts of regulation and compliance within countries that you simply don't know about. I've been running my business internationally for the last 15 years and entering the USA and Polish markets has changed me as an individual. It's given me fresh perspectives. I've met some fantastic people along the journey and I firmly believe that the upside of running an international business is far greater than the downside. In closing, international business is not for the faint-hearted. It may well take you years to turn a profit, but once established, you've diversified your business You've entered a new market, which might strategically increase your revenue significantly or reduce your costs. So good luck. I've been Sean Gilligan and thank you for listening to this episode on international business. If you've enjoyed it, share on social media and do subscribe. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.